I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, Dave Kittle here. Welcome back to The Dave Kittle Show. I'm the practice owner at Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in New York City and the CEO of the Fieldmaker Group. We're currently speaking with practice owners about partnering or acquiring some or all their practice in the state of New York and New Jersey. And today... We have back for the second time, Andy Zapata. He is an occupational therapist, the founder and CEO of Physical Therapy Now franchise. It is the top growing franchise in the United States. You can check them out online at physicaltherapynow.com. And today, before we bring on Andy, the title of the episode, Three Pillars on How to Grow Your Practice, Learning from the Fastest Growing Therapy Franchise Owners in the United States. Andy, good morning. What's going on? Hey, Dave. Happy, thankful Thursday. I'm so happy to be back on your show, my friend. I appreciate it. You were in the first round when we were just getting the show launched. Now we're, I don't know, 50 or 60 something episodes deep. Shout out to uh, Nate Navis for helping me get these episodes out and editing and publishing them up. Great to have you back. So you're super busy with your Physical Therapy Now franchise. You've gone through and going through at least 150 physical therapy or healthcare transactions, either buying or selling practices, locations, groups, et cetera. I wanted to bring you back on to share with the audience more of your knowledge and what is working for you. So some of the audience may already have a practice. They certainly can learn from you. And there's other motivated therapists and healthcare practitioners out there that maybe can hear a little bit of what you have to say. And then maybe it makes sense for them to contact you about maybe in the future being a potential franchisee. I get nothing from it. I don't want any commission or, or affiliate fee or anything, but I wanted to get you back on here and we can talk now about the three pillars on how to grow your practice. So let's get into it. I'll kick it over to you. Let's do it, my friend. Let's do it. So the three the three pillars, you know, when I first start mentoring physical therapists who come into the program or, or entrepreneurs, right? Because you can be an owner of a practice without having to be a physical therapist in some states. But the three main things is that I focus on is on systems, what we call administration or operations, all same thing, systems. Then we focus on marketing, and then we focus on delivering the service, right? And delivering the service, I mean by doing the physical therapy, having the right atmosphere, having the right energy, connecting with the patient in the right form, making sure that the patient understands what their challenges are and their wins are, showing them some aspirational energy. That's all delivering the service. But at the beginning of time, when we first start, we focus on systems, educating the, the right systems, the right approach, the right administration, the right, how do you manage your KPIs? What drives your business, right? It's patients, then visits, then revenue per visit, then, then reimbursement, retention rate, arrival rates, all these amazing KPIs that we track. And that is systems and operations. And so we focus about 80 so maybe even sometimes 90% on just learning the systems because you need to learn how to operate the ship. You need to learn how to operate the vehicle that you're going to be moving. And so then after that, it takes about a few weeks to learn that, maybe two to three months to really understand what drives your business. Once you understand how to 
how to drive the vehicle. Then we focus on, okay, how do you get patience, a sales? What, we, what business costs sales, we call driving people in or marketing. And this is where I spend, this is my passion. This is, I truly believe that whether you're an amazing physical therapist, that we all have amazing physical therapists, or you're a new grad, what makes the difference in a growing business? So you have seen people that just graduated college or university and they get their degree and then all of a sudden they have a million dollar business. And somebody who's been in business for 30 years or, or has been a physical therapist for 30 years is still struggling to grow their business. That's because their marketing, their second pillar is off track because growing the business is a, it's an art. And so in growing the business, we have things, things that everybody knows. How do you post on Instagram? How do you post on Facebook? What kind of Google ads do I do, right? And this is what I call, no disrespect for the guys that are doing this. I have very good friends that are doing this, that I recommend everybody do this. But I don't recommend you, you exclusively put all your eggs on the online world, right? Because I call this posting and praying. Like I post an ad, I post a picture, I post a Google ad, I spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Google, and then I pray that I get a call. I call that posting and praying. But there's nothing, nothing in business like building relationships. There's nothing in business like building relationships. So then you have to think about, okay, how do I build relationships? What is it that I do that's really going to make somebody send me business? And we believe, and I'm going to give you a, a diamond here. We believe that all business, including physical therapy, is built on relationships. Relationships, this is a diamond here, so write, it down, write this down. Relationships are built on shared experiences. See, Dave, you and I right now are having a shared experience. We're having a Zoom call. We're having a podcast. Me and you are getting to know each other, and we're enjoying the time together. And so from here, Dave, we can grow to our next adventure, to our next call, to our next communication. And so we start building a relationship. And that's how we teach everybody. And that's, that is sustainable growth. Because now I can count on Dave, if you're a physician or a doctor or an insurance company, I really like this guy, Andy. I really like his, his attitude. I like his energy. And now that is a more sustainable form of marketing than posting and praying. Because you're always going to be held to that dollar amount on Google or Facebook or Instagram. And once that dollar stops, your flow stops. So we teach people how to build relationships. And, and it's an art. It's an art of what questions do you ask? What's your energy like? What's your physiology need to be? Because if you're going in there with, with your head down asking for business, forget it. You're already losing. So we talk about self. We talk about energy. We talk about body. We talk about sleep. Like if I don't sleep, I can't perform. So you have to get yourself, your body, your mind, your mindset, your energy, your why, your direction on why you want this to work for you. And that's what we focus on for the rest of the time. And one of the things, Dave, that I realized in franchising is that, like that example that I gave you, I didn't understand why somebody two miles away from each other, because we have franchises that are two miles, our territory is three miles, but we have some that are two miles because there's so much population. One business is barely making it, and the other one's making a million dollars. Two miles away, same neighborhood. And, so and the difference, realize, the, dif the difference yeah. is what, how they, their energy, their the way they're able to build relationships and communicate, all that. That's it. And so you have to have your influence skills at, at par 
and we teach influence. What is influence? Influence, I believe, is a superpower. A superpower that you can get anything you want the minute you get on a Zoom call, the minute that you get on stage, the minute that you can walk into a doctor's office with the right energy, with the right attitude, into an insurance company. I walk into insurance companies like I own the place, and the CEOs <laughs> of these insurance companies are loving me. They're like, wow, I love you. I want to give you an exclusive deal. And so you have to have the energy, the mindset, but then you also have to have the right questions because without question mastery, you have nothing. And so we teach this a whole program. We, we call it an integrity-based human influence. And this is how you get people to say yes to you from, from insurances to doctors to other, we have, we get business from other physical therapists, some value because it's all about reciprocating value, building those relationships. I'll even give you this, Dave, this is funny. It's a funny story. We invite to our Halloween party, to our Christmas parties, to our networking events. We invite our competitors. Oh, I love it. Come, love it. To come into our happy hours. Other doctors. This is what you call reciprocal value. This is where I'm giving that therapist something and I'm getting patients in return. Maybe I'm sending him a few patients that I don't treat, that I don't have specialty in. But I build relationships with all my competitors. And then I build a friendly, competitive relationship with them where I hang out with them. I go to dinner with them I and mean, the wives. I, I go play baseball with them. And so we have some fun. It's all about having fun as you're doing this whole thing. So the, back to the three pillars, we have the operations and the systems and that you can learn from a lot of coaches. You can learn it from us. You can learn it from a lot of coaches. There's a lot of incredible people teaching the systems of how to build a, a good practice. But the marketing skills, you know, yes, you have to post and pray. Yes, you have to do Instagram, Facebook, and, and Google. But that should be less than 5% of your marketing efforts. You should still do it. You know, there's incredible guys that if you want recommendations, I can send you some really good recommendations. But there's nothing like building your business on true marketing and building relationships. And there's a way to do it. So most people that are listening, they know that physical therapy and, and all the therapies and, and healthcare, they're all relationship businesses, right? When you say shared experiences, though, like if I'm a practice owner listening and a practice owner that's that's listening and really wants to maybe get some patient facing marketing, are you doing shared experiences for like not just an open house in your clinic, but are you doing things for patients where it's maybe you do a little bit of a workshop, you talk about low back pain or whatever, but do you do it? at other places like a putt-putt golf place or a top golf or a restaurant or where else have you done this for patient-facing marketing or patient-facing yep. relationship building when it's outside of your clinic? Yeah. I'm going to give you another diamond here, Dave. I don't market to patients. I don't market to patients because that is one person that I'm marketing to. There's a high, what I call a hierarchical primacy in business. There's, for example, a physician who has relationships with hundreds of patients. So that physician has control or influence over a few patients, let's call it that. So I will market directly to the physician that has a thousand patients in his, in his practice. Or I can take it a step further and say, hey, who do the physicians listen to? Who do they look up to? The Florida Board, the Florida Association for Medical Practice, right? The Florida Medical Association. So the Florida Medical Association, for example, or the New Jersey Medical Association has influence over physicians. So I hang out with the 
president of the Florida Medical Association or the, the president of the Spine Association because he has hundreds of physicians that I meet instantly with very little effort on a shared experience that then I get all their patients. Archeo primacy all the time. And so I'm always looking for who has influence over them so that I can build a relationship with them so that they can introduce me to other people because there's nothing like me walking into a doctor's office and knocking in for the first time and nobody knows me. Hey doctor, how are you? I'm here because Dave Kittle sent me. He says that you're a really good friend of his and I'm a really good friend of his. And so now that relationship's a warm relationship. So yeah, when you have there's a tr there's trust built, there's authority. And so these are the little micro distinctions that we teach on trust because I, I can, yeah, I, I do it all the time. I walk into a doctor's office and I'm very good at building a relationship, cold relationship, and it becomes a warm relationship right away. But it's very, it's easier when I get a referral from Dave. Hey, go talk to this guy. He's really nice. And so all of a sudden now their ears are open, their eyes are open, their heart is open to listening to me at least for five minutes. That's all I need because after that's five minutes, guess where I'm taking them to? I'm taking them to a shared experience. Hey, doctor, would you like to have some coffee? Would you like to have some dinner? And then there's different um, levels of shared experience. But my goal is always to keep them in a shared experience. So I do, a, I do a, and this is, and this is, I teach this and I, and I can teach anybody to do this. And I recommend every single physical therapist in the country do this, a toy drive, a cult drive, invite their patients but more than their patients, invite the doctors, invite the insurance companies to your Christmas party. Everybody should be doing a Halloween party if they believe in Halloween. If they don't, it's okay. Do another party. Do a networking event. Everybody should be doing networking events all day long. Every month, they should be doing a networking event. And I'll teach how to do this because that is a shared experience. Now, that's a level five. Maybe a meeting with a doctor at a doctor's office is a level two or three. A happy hour or a dinner, maybe it's a level five. But what if I can go to dinner with Dave and his wife and my wife for about three or four hours? Now that relationship just twisted a little bit and became more personal, Dave. Now I know your wife, you know my wife. We're going to hang out. We're going to break bread. And now we're going to be good friends. And then we do it again. Now that's a level eight. Dave. I'm still not on 10. I'm not there, on 10 there, yet. There, there's levels to this. There's levels. This is what I teach. There's levels to this. Dave, what if me and you get, we get along, right? You're a doctor, you're a physician, you're an orthopedic, and I'm a physical therapist. How can I do this? How can I get business from the biggest orthopedic in Florida or Miami? Well, what if we hit it off because our energies are right? And then I say, Dave, you know what? I'm going to Cancun. I'd love for you and your kids to come to Cancun with me. Well, we put two families. Let's go to Cancun together for the weekend. And there's no monetary exchange. This is, a, I don't want people to think that this is illegal. So this you're not, you're not paying. You wouldn't be paying for their trip. Never. No, I don't. Got it. We, we get along, Dave. Let's get the kids. Let's go ride some jet skis. Let's go to Cozumel. Let's go to Cancun. And all of a sudden, now we spend a weekend together. What do you think that's going to do to your business, Dave, when you get back? It's probably going to explode it. Yeah, you're probably going to get a lot of referrals. Now, what if quadruple that by having four marketers are doing this for you and everybody's doing a shared experience. Everybody has an American Express and you your job is to spend as much money as possible or uh, up to a limit, uh, right? I give everybody $1,000, take everybody to lunches. So a thousand, a thousand per month? Per marketer. $1,000 per marketer per month. That's right. 
and just and then, t- take potential relationship influencers, et cetera, potential referring partners, take them to breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, whatever. Some shared experience. Right. Some shared experience. And it doesn't have to be, again, I don't want people to think that we're giving attorneys or doctors or insurance companies money. This is zero exchange. But during those conversations, Dave, there has to be a magical, what I call micro distinction. See, if I'm just taking you out to lunch and there's no reciprocal value, then I'm just a nice guy who's taking you out to lunch, right? And that's not what I want to be. I want to be able to bring you value for your practice, for your life, as much as you're going to bring for mine. And so in the conversation, I'm always trying to find out, well, what do you need help with? What do you need help with? Maybe it's just a phone system. Hey, talk to my phone guy. Maybe it's, hey, I need cheaper material. Hey, I got this connection. So my job is to identify your challenges and try to serve those challenges by connecting you with other people. This is the formula right here. I mean, it takes me two weeks to really train because there's there's 24 elements in the formula, but I'm giving you a few of them. So I teach this. There's 24 different steps that you have to do to really build a relationship and, and solidify and, and get that reciprocal value. But first thing is shared experiences, build that relationship, ask the right questions, get their pain points, and serve them with nothing in return. Don't say, hey, I'm going to do this if you do this. No, zero. You just scratched out. You just messed up the formula. You deleted, diluted my formula. No, you want to just serve from your heart to anybody who's potential relationship for you, whether it's a doctor, whether it's an insurance company, whether it's an orthopedic, a podiatrist, a surgeon, a neurosurgeon, a brain surgeon. You want to know what are your challenges? Let me serve you correctly. And once I serve you correctly, then I'm always going to be winning. I'm already winning because you already like me. And you have, you know, step number four, we just went from one to four, which is your agreement. Hey, doctor. Listen, I do this. Do you think you're going to be able to send me some business? You know, but that comes after naturally because they're going to be able to, you just serve them so much. Of course, they're going to send you business. And that's, you know, I went from formula. I, I skipped all the way around, but there's an A, B, C, D all the way through Z on this formula. And this is what we teach. Months ago, I was listening to your show on Audible. Is it the boardroom or, or something boardroom? Ooh. It's called boardroom. The boardroom. The boardroom. Yep. Yeah. So I was listening to you. This was before you and I ever spoke on Zoom. This is before we ever did the first episode. And you either have a co-host that's a no fault or M&A attorney, or maybe you were interviewing that individual. But I'm assuming that you do the same types of things because that's a potential referral partner, right? So then you will mm-hmm. have your marketers take out you or your marketers will then take out these these no fault attorneys or M&A attorneys for breakfast and lunch and things like that, right? It's all about building relationships. So this Zoom call, this podcast is a shared experience between me and you. We, I mean, we know each other, but we we like to hang out with each other. We like to talk to each other. We like to serve people who are listening. So we do this show. And so this is a shared experience. So from here, Dave, you know, we're going to build a better relationship. We're going to continue to grow together. And so this is what I call shared experiences, building relationships. Yeah. And so I do... And if there's a physical therapist that does not have a podcast, everybody should have a podcast because this is the beginning of building relationships. This is the beginning of uh, building that connection, that emotional rapport that I call. But if you don't have it, please reach out to me. No commitment. I don't even charge for this. I will teach you what program you need to buy. How do you do it? How do you edit it? Very simple. How do you upload it to Amazon and all that stuff. Just reach out to me. My email. You can reach me on my on my fa- on my Facebook, Instagram, Andy Zapata. Just search for me. You can 
find me on my website, physicaltherapynow.com. Just send me an email. I get all of those emails from there and I will be more than happy to teach you how to, how to number one, open up your practice. I'll give you some pointers. If you need help, join the franchise. It, it, it's great if you do, but if not, you know, I just want to be able to serve you and how to do a podcast. That's the beginning. And we can talk a little bit more about how to build relationships, what questions to ask, what do you get there? Where does your mind, where does your body need to be? Because your mind has to be in a scarcity mindset. I'm sorry, an abundance mindset versus scarcity. If you're thinking already like, oh, this guy's not going to come. This guy's not going to show up. He's not going to want to do business with me. You're already, lo- you know, you're already lost. So abundance mindset is like, I'm going to get it. This is going to go great meeting. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to get the business and we're going to build a great relationship. So just that shift in meaning of what you're going to do, it goes a long, a long way. So we talk about mindset. We talk about energy. We talk about body. But those are all part of the program. That's what we teach as a franchise. And kind of that's what I do every day. <laughs> so if a practice owner that's listening, when they're thinking about where they're at, maybe they're stuck, maybe they're plateaued. And with the three pillars of growing your practice. So you said marketing, we talked about the shared experiences, systems, admin operations, all the KPIs, all the metrics, arrival rate, retention rate, billing, coding, all that type of stuff. And then three was de- delivering your product or service, the actual treatment, the actual therapy session itself. Which you, you know, you mentioned either in the episode or in the pre-interview, you mentioned like a lot of physical therapists, like they want to treat a certain way or they have their own past experiences of like continuing education. So it's it's not as easy to change the actual treatment delivery. But a practice owner that's listening, if they're stuck, if they're plateaued, how should they like how can they self-diagnose if they need to look at their systems or admin or operations or their marketing? Like if it's one or the other or maybe both. Yeah, absolutely. So. If one of those three things are broken, your business is going to suffer. But if my physical therapist, this is what I'll say, if my physical therapist is a new grad and he's not the best physical therapist in the world, you know, he just graduated. He doesn't have that much experience. There's no judgment, just what it is. Even if my marketing is right, my business will not suffer yet. It will suffer eventually, but sales solves everything. But in pillar number three, which is the delivery of the service, you have to have the person, the physical therapist with the right energy. So I'd rather hire, listen to this, this is huge. I'd rather hire a physical therapist that has no experience with great energy than a physical therapist with 30 years experience, knows how to cure everybody with with just looking at them, but has bad energy. Like this guy with 30 years experience, no, get out. Because you have really bad energy. You're not going to get my patients to complete their plan of care. And probably everybody's going to be angry. You're going to disrupt the culture. No. No patients will want to return. If it's a bad vibe or if, you know, the therapist is negative or there's just tension in the office or it's just awkward or whatever. Right. Like if, if it's upbeat, like you said, music, people are, you know, kind of dancing around what, you know, between their therapeutic exercise or whatever, like people are having fun and joking around and things like that. That's like a fun environment that also kind of facilitates like, you know, healing and recovery and, you know, all that type of stuff that's needed. But the patients will need to have, they want to have that good environment because otherwise they won't want to return. And then if they don't return, then you said they won't be able to complete their plan of care. So then they're going to be living with their symptoms longer. They're not going to be getting the results they wanted. You're not going to be getting that success story. You're not going to be getting that Google review. And it just goes down the line, right? That's right. And I'm going to give you a few pointers for how do you have to operate inside the practice, delivering the system. Number one, always have music always have music, but it's not the music that the therapist likes because 
It's not important who you like. You Let the patients pick. You need to make the patient feel important. And that's a micro distinction because I would go in there in my practice and be like, what is this music? Oh yeah, Andy, this is my music. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a, this person has a different culture in this, in this office. You need to put music that they like. Oh, really? No, it's about the patient. It's always about the patient. To put what the patient likes, and that's a micro distinction that a lot of physical therapists don't know. The second thing is there's energies that you have to have in the environment. Number one, there has to be fun energy. Hey, good morning, good tone, good afternoon, happy hump day, happy Friday, happy throwback Thursday, happy thankful Thursday. Good energy, good tone of voice from the therapist, from the environment, from the front desk to the back desk. So fun energy has to happen. The next thing is aspirational energy. Because just like a GPS, you need to know your end zone. You need to know the vision. You need to plant a picture, a vision for the patient to finish its therapy. So when I talk about aspirational energy, I paint a picture inside the patient's head of what are you going to do once you get better? Like paint the picture. You're going to go golfing, skydiving. Are you going to go take care of your babies again? Lift up your baby. You're going to go on that vacation that you needed to go on. Like paint a picture for aspirational energy and always drive that aspirational energy. Always tell them, hey, we're almost, you're almost at that vacation. Let's go. You can do it. You want to go to Spain and walk three miles? Let's go. You're going to do it now. So paint a picture of aspirational energy. Go ahead. So that's like future pacing, right? You know, imagine if you were hiking that mountain. Imagine if you were, you know, you said in six weeks you want to go on that cruise, right? So the only way that you're going to be able to get on that cruise, either pain-free or better balance or better mobility or whatever, is for you to work on your plan of care, complete your plan of care. So we have you scheduled two times a week for the next six weeks, whatever it is. So you're you're future pacing, you're tying what they really care about, the outcome, the result, the hike, the cruise, the travel, the vacation, me flying down to see you in Miami, whatever it is, you got to tie that into tie that into the plan of care, because they don't really care about the physical therapy interventions and like things like that. But like, you got to future pace them with what they care about. Yep. And I'll, and I'll quote Pago, who's a, a coach of mine, is a friend of mine. And he says, people will not remember. And I think this was him, but I'm going to give him the credit anyway, because I love this guy. People will not remember the exercises they did. People will not remember, you know, what exercise, what reps, what weight, but they will remember how you made them feel. And this goes to my third energy, which is acknowledgement. See, I always acknowledge patients for their courage, for their time, for their vulnerability, for coming in when other people will not come in, for finishing their therapy, for coming in every day. Because every human being wants to feel important. We truly believe that. And so if you're able to acknowledge them for their efforts, for who they are. Hey, you're an attorney, you're a doctor, you're a mother, you're a housewife. That's incredible, you're a housewife. And acknowledge from your heart. Don't just acknowledge and just fake acknowledgement. When I see a house mother that comes in, I'm like, wow, you're a, ho- you know, you're a housewife with three kids? That's incredible. And so my mother was a housewife. And so I go into stories to connect with them. And when you connect at an emotional level with your patients, now you got that person attention and they're going to finish. So you got you got to bring fun, acknowledgement. You got to bring in some aspirational energy because the patient needs to know when they're going to finish. And so when you combine these energies inside your practice, along with some music and fun energy, now you have a patient who's happy, 
you're delivering an, an experience, not just physical therapy. Because unfortunately, you know, we are not, you know, we're, we're, we're just physical therapy. They have to come 12 times, 18 times, six times, whatever it is to get better. People don't get better on their first visit. Not yet. We don't have the technology for that yet. But you have to keep the retention rate up. And so that's a way to keep the retention rate up and make people feel incredible when they come to your practice. So just to circle back on uh, podcasting and the component of the marketing, I have a question. When you were putting out the podcast or that show, Boardroom, was that a digital approach of the shared experiences you were bringing people on that happened to be the potential influencers or potential referring referral sources and all that? Is that, is that pretty much the strategy there? 1000%. You want to bring people that you can take to the next shared experience. And it's just not one. It's always, this becomes a shared experience. It leads to number two, leads to number three, leads to number four, leads to number 20. It's always a shared experience. And so in your pipe, in your agenda, in your ear, you have to have different shared experience. I'll give you an idea. I took about 15 referral sources, dirt bike riding, dirt bike riding, mudding in the middle of the Everglades. Why? Because why? it's unique or why? It's a shared experience. It's unique. And everybody said yes. Everybody paid their motorcycles. We got helmets. We got a, uh, a guide to take us into the Everglades. And guess what happened after that call? I mean, after, after, that, uh, after that event. I'm assuming you got more new referrals from those referral sources. Referrals up the yin-yang. And all I did was take them, put together an event where everybody can have a shared experience. And it wasn't just people, because here's the magic. Here's another micro distinction. It's not just people that want to do business with me. Like that would be 12 people. Each other. Exactly. It would be 12 people and me and everybody's looking at me. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. You need to have people in that environment that can do business with each other. And you're just a connector. Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to get all the, you're going to get all the referrals for you. They're also going to do business with each other. So I'll connect an insurance uh, CEO or uh, or a paralegal with with a doctor that can do business. And then I, and then myself, the physical therapist. So you become a connector for everybody to do business and a hub where everybody's looking at you like, hey, you're the next guy. You're the influencer. Thank you so much. I'm doing millions of dollars because of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And here's some patience. So I, I appreciate you clarifying that again, where this doesn't, you don't have to have much of a budget. You're just organizing it. Maybe you could even have, you know, like a, a receptionist or, or, or an assistant, you know, setting up a lot of this and sending emails to different folks. So it, in terms of a practice owner or a therapist listening, it doesn't really, you're, what you're making it sound like, it doesn't really take a budget. It's not like you're saying that you're covering all this. You're not paying for all this, but you're, you're organizing it. And do you also then tell some of the, the potential guests like so-and-so has already said they're going to be there or committed like some, you know, some person like that they want to approach so that therefore you, do you ever do some of that or? Absolutely. Hey guys, we have a neurosurgeon and an orthopedic surgeon and a regenerative uh, specialist, board certified. Hey, you want to go? You want to meet these guys? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Now that's a one level marketing, like that has a level, but if you want to take it up a level, right? You want to really take it up a level, get people in a room that you don't know. Now, how do you do that? That's the things that we teach because inviting people that you know to connect is pretty easy, but you're going to run out pretty soon. You're going to run out in two or three months after doing events. So how do you get people in a, in a room, 50, 60, a hundred people in a room that you don't know. And that's when 
I talk about the second level of marketing, which is you have to start getting on those phones. You have to start inviting people. And so we have a system. We have a, we have about 30 people um, that work for us that just are inviting people for different um, attorneys. I get hired by attorneys, doctors. I get hired by physical therapy centers to run some of their marketing. So we help with, we teach your marketers, we help with all this stuff. But also if you want to make those phone calls to invite people to your room, we also have a team that does those phone calls. Wow. Well, we're getting close to the end here. We can wrap up. I know you and I, we could speak for hours longer. And that was just kind of a a little insight into your three pillars on how you grow your practices and physical therapy now and how other in the audience can learn how to grow their practice as well. In terms of anyone in the audience, so they can check you out at physicaltherapynow.com. And you mentioned, was it Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere else for some of the audience to contact you and reach out to you directly, Andy? Yep. Physicaltherapynow.com would probably be the easiest, but I am also LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram is Andy Zapata, just like that. A-N-D-Y-Z-A-P-A-T-A. Just invite me, send me a DM and I'll, I'll get right back to you. And I'll be more than happy to mentor. I'll be more than happy to coach, you know, with the time that I have available. Or if you want to join the franchise and really take your business to the next level with the technology that we have, because we own our own EMR system. We own our own technology now where we can understand what's going under the hood, what's really happening in your practice, because now we own the data. And so we do data mining with our technology. And that's another part of the second step, which is your operations, your systems. And so, yeah, we'll talk about all that stuff. And I'll be more than happy to give everything I have that I've learned to my fellow PTs and OTs so they can scale their business. I'm not asking for anything. I am a giver. And then if we can do anything together in the future, then let's do it. Excellent. Andy, thank you so much. Perfect place to wrap up. Really appreciate your time. I would like to have you talk a little bit more in the future, maybe have you back on and we can talk more about the electronic medical records and the technology and things like that. You're always welcome to come back on here. So anyone else in the audience, I, you know, reach out to Andy, maybe invite him to uh, your shared experience and, and see if he's available. He's a busy guy. I can't, I'm not committing that he's uh, going to be available for you, but uh, reach out to him and, and go from there. So That's it for the Dave Kittle Show. If you find this valuable, rate, review, and subscribe. And again, if you find this valuable, send this episode, copy and paste the link of the YouTube link, the iTunes, the Spotify, text it or email it to one colleague. There's one colleague that's business-minded, focused, marketing-focused like you that's wants to help more patients, that wants to grow and expand their practice, that wants to excel and level up and things like that. Send it to one colleague. We would appreciate that. That way, the the podcast, the show can grow and I can have more smart, intelligent people like Andy come on the show to support it. So that's all for now on the Dave Kittle Show. See you next time. Bye. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.